Warning. The following contains massive spoilers for the designated series. Listener discretion is advised. You're listening to the Television Archive. The show where we, the television-loving hordes of the internet, take a deep dive into what used to be in our beloved medium. My name is Thomas Michael Clark, and this is The Americans. Today, we will be discussing Season 2, Episode 2, titled Cardinal. Uh, This is a solid episode. Uh, We got some interesting stuff happening here. A big one being Philip trying to tail this sort and figure out if he had anything to do with uh, their friend's murders. Uh, Emmett and What's-Her-Face's murders. So, we see this whole sequence uh, of Philip following this guy. And just not really getting anywhere. Uh, We have this whole scene where he sort of examines every aspect of this dude's house. And then, immediately. Like, almost immediately. Just gets absolutely eviscerated uh, by this one box under the floorboards that he touches and then immediately gets shocked by. Like, immediately. And then he gets, like, all tied up and this guy is like, oh my god, who are you? Like, he's sure it's, like, FBI or CIA or... Uh, Lockheed Security or DOD. Like, he's sure he's blown. And he's, like, scrambling and going nuts. He's pointing a gun at his head. And Philip's, like, calmly trying to say, no, no, no. I'm, I'm a friend of this guy you were talking to. You've seen me before. I looked different, but you saw me before. Trying to sell the whole we were in disguise angle. And actually, I think it's very clever that they had this moment where Philip just breaks the news to him. Hey, uh, this guy's dead. He was the people, uh, he was the guy who was murdered with his family in his hotel room. And the guy's like, no, he's not. I saw his picture in the paper. And Philip's like, hey, no, we were wearing disguises. This dude was wearing a disguise. Like, that's common practice. That's common procedure. Like, I find it very clever that they had this moment where it was just like, nah, not the same guy. Proving that the disguises, as obvious as they are to us, the viewer, actually do kind of work actually do kind of 100% work. And they almost form this sense of camaraderie in the wake of their mutual friend's death. Uh, Philip's actually, like, being a fairly good friend, comforting this guy, and they're having uh, conversations remembering this dude, sort of having their own tiny little memorial. And after all of this, which is done... Super, super well. 
Uh, we find out that the intel that that guy originally gave him was kind of time sensitive. Uh, turns out there were plans uh, for some machine that they have to like check settings on or whatever to extract information on what the Americans are doing with this thing. And said machine is being moved. So they have to check it. Like, right now. Like, it can't be on hold. This is a time-sensitive deal. Uh, so that was kind of, like, the whole... Results... That was kind of the whole results-oriented part of this plotline. Uh, but mostly it was just a nice character moment. And kind of served to rule out this one guy. So we still have no clue who murdered this family. Uh, we also see at the same time, Elizabeth being extremely paranoid. And assuming that pretty much everyone is out to get her and her kids. She sees a van parked on the other side of the road of worker people. And just staring at this van like, I don't trust you, van. Like, just assuming that that van is just some surveillance deal. Uh, she's playing the game of life with her kids and then sees the van and is like, hey, let's go see a movie. Let's leave right now and go see later Ra Raiders of the Lost Ark. Which, by the way, Elizabeth, good taste in films. Very, very good choice of films to go see because Raiders of the Lost Ark is a freaking masterpiece. But she just drops everything and is like, hey kids, let's go to a movie. And then in the midst of all this paranoia, uh, we see her help this uh, newly assigned agent kind of deal with this one problem she ran into of partying with this one congressional aide and uh, this dude getting a bit too effed up. And passing out. And almost dying. And she kind of helps her through that. And we sort of see a much worse version of Elizabeth's paranoia. And this almost kind of helps her in a way. To sort of get a little more calm. Uh, but. It's really, really amazing. How they're just upping the paranoia. Because we don't know what this was. We don't know who killed this family. We don't know if it was someone from the center. We don't know if it was uh, an FBI person. We don't know who it was. Like, it's one giant question mark. Uh, we also, on the Stan slash Resident Tura front, uh, the Resident Tura gets a walk-in. And the whole place just erupts in panic. Uh, with one person saying, Hey, I'm coming in. I'm going to give you information about stuff. And it's interesting to see that whole panic. Uh, of course, Nina gives Stan just the tiniest bit of information. Not a whole lot, but enough to feel like she's being useful. 
playing her little triple agent game. And Stan, like, narrows down who the walk-in is, figures it out, and then ends up tailing this guy. Uh, So we're definitely going to see more of that going forward. We're going to see this kind of go above and beyond to actual plot. Uh, (laughs) And also, can we talk about Nina's little report? That she draws up, because... That's uncomfortable to watch her type that. Especially when she writes the line, Uh, I... Pleasured subject... Or I serviced the subject orally before letting him penetrate me. Like... Oh! You're talking about that in way too matter-of-fact terms! Like, this is disturbing. It really, really is. Oh, by the way, I totally forgot to write this in the notes. I totally, 100% forgot to write this in the notes. Uh, But now, confirmation that someone in the FBI, probably Stan, murdered Vlad. Uh, Nina hears this tape from the gad bug. Of Stan and Gad figuring out how to, uh, how to play off this whole murdering of an innocent resident Turo worker deal. And she's like, those bastards. Like, she's just filled with hatred after that moment. That kind of got swept away in the sea of this whole walk-in deal. Which became a much bigger thing. Uh, Also, we get a conversation between Nina and Oleg, where Oleg's... Half messing with her, half interrogating her. Like, we don't really know what Oleg's intentions are at this point in the series, but he's sort of, he's sort of trying to figure out what Nina's whole deal is because, as Oleg says, she is the first person he's met at the Residentura who is not exactly as she seems. Uh, so he's definitely suspicious of what Nina's doing, her triple agent game. Uh, Also, Martha, uh, a few things happen with Martha this episode. Uh, We get her trying to seek a promotion. Uh, She really wants to be a uh, a senior clerk. And Philip slash Clark, quote-unquote, has to sort of navigate her back towards, like, clerk but in counterintelligence rather than clerk in a totally different department. Because otherwise, that source is lost. Uh, we get her getting a bit sick. Which, kind of feel bad. <laughs> kind of feel bad that this woman's getting sick in the midst of everything else. Mainly her marriage being a lie. Uh, and also, she decides, after hearing these reports of some family getting murdered and their son being left alone, like, Hey, I want to get a gun. Martha gets a gun. Uh, which makes... <laughs> which makes the whole Clark situation... A tiny bit more risky. Because now, if Martha finds out that her marriage is based on a lie... She's got a gun. <laughs> she has got a freaking gun. 
So, this was a good episode. This, this was a solid, solid episode. Uh, it kind of feels like one of these things where I call them transition episodes. Uh, you see them a lot in sort of prestige television like The Americans, where there's not a whole lot of actual plot developments in the episode, but it acts as sort of a connection of point A to point B. Like, it, it more serves to connect to meteor episodes. So you get those types of transition episodes a lot in this type of television uh, but as far as transition episodes go, this was a very, very good one. Uh, definitely a lot of uh, stuff queued up for the next several episodes. And we'll talk about that a lot and where that goes in the next several uh, days. Or actually next week, because it's Friday and then there's a weekend. So next week we will see how all of that stuff sort of gets push forward, and how all of it pays off. Uh, if you like this, favorite the podcast, anchor.fm slash TV archives, so that you can be here every single Monday through Friday as we go through every single episode of this and other shows. And you can find it on pretty much whatever podcatcher app you prefer. Feel free to call in as well. It's as simple as just a push of a button on the Anchor app. I will play those on the show from time to time if you feel so inclined to send those in. Go over to iTunes, or or shit. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram, TomTom4468, and support the show. Patreon.com slash ThomasClark, pledge just a dollar a month. I appreciate everything I get through there. Or, if that doesn't work for you, you can also support the show directly via Anchor. I appreciate that as well. Uh, On Monday, we will be discussing Season 2, Episode 3. Talk to you then.